0: Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what?
1: Uh, Pay attention. Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I've been in the adult industry now for um two and a half years um, yeah. and ori- originally I, I was doing it alongside my full-time job so I've kind of been doing it in secret I guess for two and a half years um mm-hmm. And this is my second month of doing it full time as as my actual kind of full time job.
0: Wow! Really, really, yeah, that's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, how did... like, so I've been going to fetish clubs since I was eighteen. Like I've always kind of been in the kind of kink sex world, um, and I've got quite a few like few friends in England um, who are kind of uh, adult actresses. And it's just always really intrigued me and and i'm a highly sexual person anyway so i was like well, why don't like what am i doing like why do i not combine like something that i love with work you know you go to work to be happy and you go to work to enjoy what you do right so like why not combine the two i'm quite a creative person as well so like it just kind of fits with my personality really
0: yeah exactly yeah it's like the confucius quote like if you enjoy your work you never work a day in your life
1: yeah exactly exactly yeah. that
0: yeah so what's like what goes on in like a fetish club because i mean as far as i know there aren't any like around here like i'm in texas you will and...
1: have Oh, you are in texas okay mm-hmm. there is bound to be a kink or sex club of some kind in your area really there must be they're dotted everywhere some of them are more underground than others um, mm-hmm. but over in England, they're quite a big thing. So, uh, yeah. especially in London, uh, so I live outside of London, but in London, there's quite a few of them that, that go on. It's a really, really, um, inclusive community, which I really mm-hmm. love. Um, yeah. and you get people from all walks of life going there. I mean, I bumped into lawyers and doctors and, and kind of people of substantial power, mm-hmm. like right the way through the chase. So it's really interesting. The people that you meet, um, yeah but each club is slightly different so some are more kind of night clubby. so okay. like you'll go like wearing latex let's be wearing yeah. today it's one of my favorite things to wear um yeah. or in kind of bondage gear or leather or yeah. cosplay or whatever it might be whatever your kind of thing is the only real rule that they have is it's not streetwear. so they don't let you in wearing like jeans for example Um, and so normally you'll have like a dance floor area um normally with kind of industrial electronic type music and then you've got the dungeon area so that's where all of the shows and the kind of kinky naughty stuff happens in some of the clubs you have like a couple's room um (laughs) in other clubs they have like open areas where you can be naughty each club is slightly different
0: yeah in like in my mind i was just picturing a nine inch nails video (laughs)
1: like (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah like somebody just hanging from ropes with like leather so but i mean i guess it's probably not far from that
1: but yeah that happens like some of the shows are absolutely incredible even some of the art installations like the whole shibari rope stuff Mm -hmm. i find absolutely fascinating i think it's actually really beautiful i think it's like a work of art actually
0: yeah for sure yeah like i mean sex in general can easily be turned into art
1: Hundred percent. What the,
0: the photographer? I don't know if you know it. Uh, Robert Maplethorpe. Do you know who that is? Uh, he was like a famous like photographer in New York back in like the eighties. But it was yeah. all like highly sexualized photographs. But they're still like very artistic at the same time. And he just caused a lot of like controversy because people here at least don't want sex and art to be in any way related
1: okay That's, oh, i'm gonna have to write that name down and do some research like yeah. it, it, it just baffles me because mm-hmm. sex has always been around and sex is never going anywhere and sex is one of the most like the, one of the most natural things that two humans yeah. could do together right yet there's so much stigma around porn and the industry mm-hmm. in general and it just baffles me it's like certain social media sites are really like clamping down mm-hmm. and like it's really hard for us as performers to be able to promote ourselves like on a certain social media platform the hashtag latex has current is, is currently banned so for all, <laughs> so for all of the latex like designers out there such as honor clothing yeah. who i'm wearing today like if they want to promote their clothing which is not sexualized at all Mm -hmm. like there's certain hashtags that they can't use now which is ridiculous
0: that is hilarious oh man and yeah i mean the the like censorship of certain platforms is ridiculous to me like that's it makes no sense
1: yeah i mean on one side i see what they're trying to do like because you know, I guess they're trying to protect younger people. Maybe um, sure. there, there's there's also a lot of bad things that happen, I guess, with mm. sex. But you shouldn't punish everyone for that. Actually, you need to educate mm. people. Like, what instead of just you know, like censoring everything, educate yeah. people. Yeah.
0: Were there like before you got into porn, were there stigmas that you had about it? or like certain misconceptions that you had that you've been like proven wrong um,
1: it's a lot more um what's the word i'm looking for um so for example with kind of sexual health sexual health mm-hmm. is taken so seriously much more seriously mm-hmm. than i thought it was um So you have to have regular testing, you have to have like certificates, you can't shoot with anyone unless you know, you're clean and you have to have those regularly. Um, And I I just think that's great. And actually it's safer sleeping with as like, like an adult industry worker than it is just picking someone up in a nightclub. And actually it has changed my view slightly on just, you know, on, on meeting guys because I have to like take my sexual health really seriously now.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you put yourself at risk, like it's, it's a little more serious than like if I put myself at risk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because if I get, if I get an STD and I've worked with say like 30 people,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I have to then go and tell all of those 30 people who have then worked with other people. and, And it's just like, you know,
0: yeah it's a spider web
1: of, yeah it really is and so that is probably the biggest thing that i i I didn't really even think about before i kind of went into the industry
0: yeah it's definitely something that i mean i assume most people don't think about no. that, like how serious it's taken because you know i mean i'm sure the average person i mean me included to some extent just sees it as oh it's just two people that are getting together and having sex on camera which yeah. in a sense it is, but we don't think about the fact that there's like a whole production behind it.
1: Yeah, it's like room walking room. onto a proper film set. And especially for guys, like it's a lot harder. There's a lot of pressure. For women, mm-hmm. they just have to rock up, make sure that they're wet enough, like no. make all of the right noises and like, you know, like the right facial expressions. Whereas a guy have has a lot of pressure, he's got to, you know, get his dick hard. And actually that's quite hard no pun intended when you've got like five cameras on you
0: well that and you're you have to like keep it that way for the and there's there's a
1: lot of stop starting sometimes as well to get different angles
0: yeah yeah it's like a discipline that you have to have like a self-discipline
1: yeah so it is a lot harder for guys than it is for girls i think for sure
0: yeah i mean i that makes sense but it's just it's funny to me to hear the like people's misconceptions about porn
1: yeah and then in some ways i do understand like i guess i understand to a point because there are i think a lot of younger people these days obviously watch porn like a lot mm. of most people watch porn even if they don't want to admit it and yeah. i think maybe some people don't like porn because some porn is quite hardcore and maybe they feel that younger people are seeing that as sex or maybe younger people are putting pressures on like pressure on themselves because they feel that maybe that's what they have to do to like turn a woman on um, yeah. i don't know like for me like i really want to go down the route of educating people Um, so Mm -hmm. a close friend of mine, actually, I really, I really believe for what she stands for, she started making some sex educational videos, but educational videos, not just on like vanilla sex, but on things like rimming or um, pegging or like puppy play and all and all of these kind of other things Mm -hmm. that you can be exploring in the bedroom as a couple. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like there needs to be a little bit more of that.
0: For sure. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I think that the like all of the like stigmas that are attached to damn near anything just come from being ignorant.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Like there needs to be more educa- less censorship and more education.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that I'm guilty of it too. Like I've, I mean, I talk about it every, almost every podcast, but like I never understood like foot fetishes. Like okay. I always thought it was just strange. Like I didn't get it. Like I didn't judge people for having them, but I always thought it was just super weird. But then I like researched like where it comes from, like the psychology behind it. And it just, it made perfect sense. So I was ignorant and then became yeah.
1: unignorant.
0: Do you have stuff? any fetishes yourself? Ooh, um, Nothing that's like, Really strange, like I'm not in, like,
1: yeah, but surely strange is all relative, so what's strange to you isn't necessarily strange to someone else, right?
0: Exactly, yeah, 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 no, you're right. So, yeah, I mean, I like um, like role playing and things like that. So, I mean, I guess that's Mm, like um, just different like scenarios, like um. Like kind of classic ones, I guess, like teacher, student, um, nurse, doctor, like stuff that's like, it's my only problem is that it's hard for me not to laugh. It's like, <laughs> I problem like, I have you a problem like taking more
1: dominant or you. submissive or but like switch.
0: Mm, no, dominant for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could really depend on like this situation, but just in general, more dominant.
1: So do you reckon yeah. you'd be up for going to a kink club if there was one in your area?
0: I would check it out. I mean, just to see, like, I would like to see like what it's like. And then I've never really explored like my kinks that much, like-
1: um, Is that for any particular reason? Is that something that you'd want to explore, do you think? For the right- Yeah, not
0: for, for any particular reason. It's just- um, Like situational, I guess. Like it's just never come up. Like, I mean, some things have, like, but they're, it's more so like the, like having sex in public or in a pool, like the things that are like, I don't know if it's really a kink. I mean, I guess it isn't.
1: Public sex for sure is.
0: Well, yeah, public sex. Yeah. So, like, that's one that I've explored quite a bit, but most other ones like i just haven't for whatever reason i think they're fascinating and some of them i I
1: find like people's Mm -hmm. fetishes and what turns people on so fascinating just because everyone is so different and there'll be different reasons Mm -hmm. as to why certain people get turned on by certain things and some of it like could be conditioned from childhood and some of it might just be they don't know and actually they just like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: certain things um i just find it all really interesting
0: yeah, see, and that's, I like the psychology behind yeah. it, like, finding out, like, why, why this fetish comes from, or, like, I where think it comes a from.
1: Of the more kind of darker, like, again, it's all relative, fetishes probably are quite, like, psychological, and they will stem from something that's happened within that person's life.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think even the more, like, milder ones still do to an extent, so, like, I think a lot of it has to do with what sexually, like what aroused you at the youngest point. So like, for me, like I grew up watching like MTV. And so like would watch just like hip hop videos, like rap Mm -hmm. videos constantly. So like the type of women that are in a rap video is like my number one, like turn on. But like, I get, I assume.
1: are in a rap video.
0: Well, it's like, you know, like, over the top sexual, like um, like that seemed dominant. Like, even though I consider myself the dominant person, I like for my partner to also be dominant. Like, I like to kind of like clash, like, and I mean, like, yeah, there's just that like a, a certain like body type that's in it too like African-American for sure yeah. like all like
1: ladies Yeah,
0: exactly like like not unproportional but like yeah just kind of over the top features to say,
1: though, I find twerking really sexy on a woman
0: yes yeah
1: like when someone can really twerk properly I find that really sexy I am I'm a bum person rather than a boob person for sure
0: same yeah and I think that comes from for me like watching rap videos growing up because the emphasis is way more on like the ass. Yeah, and that's I think true. that like ingrained in my mind that that's what I like. So yeah, that's what I think like a lot of like your turn ons come from is just what you get exposed to at a young age that is sexualized. Yeah,
1: and that's true. It's like, you know, um, I so when I lived down on the south coast of England, um, <laughs> I met this random, <laughs> I met, Oh God, I met this random guy on Tinder. Yeah. And I haven't done very many Tinder dates because mm-hmm. I just find the whole internet dating thing a little bit. Uh, it's not. It's just not really my thing. But I'd just broken up with a guy at the time, and I was like, right, I need some dick. Let's go yeah. on Tinder. Anyway, I meet with this guy, and I'd like met him a couple of times, and I thought he was quite normal and then and i'm not saying what i'm about to say isn't normal but it's right, just, right. Yeah. um and so we start talking about fetishes and kinks and what turns us on and anyway to cut a long story short it turns out that he has a kink for women wearing nappies and then pissing themselves in the nappy and him clearing it up and i was like okay. i was like well that's not my thing so i'm not prepared to do that for you but i completely respect that that's your thing and actually thank mm-hmm. you for being Open and honest with me about, you know, telling me. I guess so. The point that the, where I'm going with this is that we just explored where that came from, and it turned out that when he was younger, um, he kept wet in the bed, and and I mean this was at an age where he shouldn't have been in nappies. He was like going to school, and basically his mum used to make him wear a bed to na- a nappy to bed. Okay. And that's where that kink formed.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I think maybe he was around seven or eight. Yeah, that makes uh, that's wow yeah that's really interesting because I oh never. I would not have guessed like because sometimes like if a, someone brings up like a kink or fetish I can kind of like in my mind picture where that comes from mm-hmm. I didn't have a clue where that was going.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah what are some of yours like. Or uh, have you?
1: So latex is probably one of my biggest ones okay i just love the way it feels i love how shiny it is you can see my christmas lights shining yeah <laughs> um i just love how it feels i love how it smells that's probably my biggest one um i'm naturally submissive in my kind of um personal life so no. i love being restrained i love being spanked i love a bit of force i guess like i okay. love being kind of slapped um i love being choked all of that kind of stuff um what other fetishes do i have this is a little bit of a weird one because it's not necessarily kinky but i really like pleasing other people okay and so even when i'm at like a kink event or an a, or not at an after party like one of my biggest things is making sure that everyone's okay and pleasing people
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is that? I mean, I guess that's still part of a, a kink or a fetish. Oh, it's if it's
1: because I like I get off on it. Like it makes me happy. Yeah. yeah I, I sure. I'm all, I also love watching others. So I'm a little a little bit of a voyeur. What's it called? Yeah. A voyeur.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I mean I guess like a voyeur is if it's like not in person like do you mean watching other people like in person or
1: yeah I get the internet?
0: That as well. yeah that's yeah that makes sense too like i'm yeah like i definitely enjoy being like dominant but i i prefer there to be like some kind of like background in it like um so like for example like i was with someone one time who is like a tinder match up and for so, first time I'm ever meeting this person, and we have sex, and like pretty much immediately, she's like, Oh, you can choke me if you want to. And I was like,
1: On a first uh, date.
0: A first date. And we didn't really have a date. Like, I just went over to her apartment and <laughs> like somewhat watched a movie. And yeah. Uh, and she's like, You can choke me if you want to. And I was like, immediately uncomfortable
1: that's pretty trusting of her she's asking someone that she doesn't even know to choke her
0: yeah which then my mind like i overanalyze things anyways but my mind was immediately like what happens if i'm like if i don't do it right and then like i'm in this person's apartment who i've never really even met so like i'm immediately going to like worst case scenarios for for it and i just like had to leave i was like no 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 (laughs) no i was like but that's but I, but in like my regular life, I would have no issue with that. It was just that it was because of like how abrupt and like forward it was. Yeah. And the fact that I did not know this person.
1: That's crazy. I was like, I
0: don't even know your middle name, and you want me to like choke you? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's so unbelievable. It's just odd, yeah. So I was just like but so that's where like even though that is a kink or a fetish that i yeah. have it doesn't mean that i'm always going to be into it like yeah. i just
1: yeah no of yeah. course like i really like the psychological aspect of sex sometimes so i really like if i trust the person i like them to get into my head like because actually sometimes just i whispering filthy filthy stuff into your ear is such a turn on yeah so i really like that but i have a couple of (laughs) like pretty out there fantasies and i think they're quite common for women actually i think it's quite common for women to have rape fantasies which is Mm -hmm. like a little bit of a controversial subject obviously because rape is obviously a bit like you know a bad thing but the more i speak to women the more actually I, i i find out that a lot of women have like some court some kind of like rape slash like forced sex fantasy
0: yeah yeah definitely well I mean just from like people that I've been with like they've almost all said that they had that like and wanted oh. to do that like in the, the one,
1: one in specific and I actually know where this comes from so my one in specific, specific um is basically someone like breaking into my house in a balaclava and black overalls whilst I'm sleeping And then basically having their wicked way with me. And I've actually spoken to a couple of my porn friends about this, and like they've consented to do this for me to like make my fantasy come true. And we'll film it and then like turn it into a porn video. (laughs) Um, But it's like, it's for me, like when I actually think about it, there's not very many people I've told that to because people are going to think I'm maybe a little bit sick in the head. but for some reason it just really turns me on. But then I was thinking about, well, where does that even come from? And mm-hmm. when I was younger and I was still living at my parents' house, cause I was obviously a child, we got burgled a couple of times. And whilst we were sleeping upstairs, people were downstairs in the living room, rifling through stuff. Um, and we woke up in the morning and we'd been burgled. So I think that that's maybe where it comes from.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, for sure. Because then, I mean, I'm sure that like subconsciously you were playing that scenario out in your head. That like, what if they did come in? Yeah.
1: But and, yeah. I think about that scenario on a real life basis, and it scares the shit out of me so much so yeah. I have a hockey stick by the side of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. But yeah, I sexualize it on on in the other breath. So yeah, it's just a little bit weird, I guess
0: well it is but it's still it's not completely out there like you can definitely see like how it could come up like as a fetish or a kink for you like are there ones that so other than that like ones that you haven't been able to explore that you want to
1: yeah like walking along the street and being kidnapped and bundled into a van
0: Yeah, it almost goes hand in hand with the. Uh,
1: yeah, it does. So they like have a similar, like a similar um, theme. I have. I, I'd, quite, I'd be quite. I'd be quite up to explore the whole kind of like pissing thing. Um, mm. I don't even think it would turn me on. I just, I'd really just quite like to know what it feels like.
0: Yeah, what to just like be pissed on?
1: Yeah, and to like piss on someone else. I yeah. think probably feel quite powerful.
0: Well, pissing on someone definitely would be.
1: Yeah, that's, I what, I mean. just, that's what I mean. Just,
0: just feels like taking a shower. Yeah. But like, with one stream. Yeah, I, I
1: quite like the whole degradation stuff, anyway. Like.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So, which is really yeah. funny, right? Because in my normal life, like everyone sees me as like this sweet, innocent person. Like I'm 35 years old, and I know I don't look it and but everyone just sees me like bimbling around like i'm i'm quite like a spiritual person mm-hmm. and so everyone sees me as this like girl that loves fairies and crystals and rainbows and like yeah. some of them have no idea that i do porn and some of them have no mm-hmm. idea about like the kinky filthy filthy sex that i like to have and it's just really mm-hmm. funny
0: <laughs> well that is like what's it called like a dichotomy of you know being like one way in like your day-to-day life, I guess, but then having the most opposite way, like yeah. in the bedroom sort of, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, you know. so I have um, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which I absolutely uh, love. I love BJJ so much. I don't know how popular BJJ is out in America.
0: Very, very.
1: Oh, awesome. Yeah. But again, I mean, it's very guy dominated. None of them <laughs> again know what I do and, um i believe that a few of them think that i'm a lesbian because how could like a girl like because i'm very new to bjj how could a girl like rock up and be so good because i've been told that i'm quite natural like i move my body in quite a natural way and i've just picked it up really quickly so a few of them apparently think that i'm a lesbian because like how could a like a straight girl come in and be like naturally so good which i think is hilarious So i'm waiting for the day <laughs> that one of them sees me and it's like
0: oh. <laughs> yeah that's gonna make that's gonna make things a little awkward for sure
1: i know well i haven't like i've kind of skirted around what i do there because i don't want people to judge me whilst i'm there and actually mm-hmm. i shouldn't really care like i shouldn't worry about being judged and i actually don't like i've told my family now what i do and that's all fine but there's yeah. just some that's like my safe place at the moment like my safe place where mm. like no one knows i'm not going to be looked at as like, yeah. an, an, like an adult industry person i'm going to be just be looked at like for me does that yeah make
0: sense? it does for sure yeah yeah so do you get nervous like before a scene like how many scenes have you done do you know
1: oh too many to count i've done quite a few i do get nervous well not so much anymore i did get nervous um the one thing this is a really silly thing to get nervous about the one thing i get nervous about is if their cock is going to (laughs) fit and i know that's a really weird thing to get nervous about but i've got quite a tight pussy right So, so and obviously porn dick is quite big sometimes. And so the only thing I get a little bit anxious about before a scene sometimes is how big their cock is going to be. I mean, it always fits and it's always amazing, but that's probably like the one thing I get a little bit worried about.
0: God, I I have never been in that situation.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mine's more like the, uh, like halfway through, they're going to say, yeah, you can go ahead and put it in now.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's not the case. And no, anyway, like size, really, really does not matter. And you'll find that a lot of women will genuinely mean that when they say that. It's all about how, hey, yeah. my dear.
0: I think that a lot of guys like, because obviously every guy like hears that, but I think the majority of guys don't believe that at all.
1: But it's true. If your dick is too no, big, no. it's not enjoyable for the female. It just hurts.
0: Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's how I would imagine it. But it's just funny that, like, guys are still. Like i guess it's a pride thing
1: yeah i think so like like an alpha like or who's got the biggest cock. but actually it's not about that
0: yeah yeah and that's what and i mean obviously i have no issue with porn at all but i think that if there is like any issue which is a mild one is that it does give kind of a inaccurate representation of like what real life is but that's the point of it So it's not porn's fault, it's just the way people interpret it, it's their fault, but.
1: I mean, I don't know what it's like out in America, but over here in England, mm -hmm. I mean, there, the, the range of porn that is filmed out here is so big. So like Mm -hmm. category wise, and there is literally something for everyone, which I really like, because actually there's all different body types, all different shapes, sizes, colors, genders. And I really, really love that. It's so diverse. Um, and we do have a couple of companies over in the UK. I don't know if I'm allowed to say names, so I won't just in case, but they, <coughs> use like your normal average guy for the, for the yeah. stuff that they do. Um, which I really like because it like, and the reason they're so popular is because guys can relate to the porn that they create.
0: Yeah, that yeah, absolutely. Like I personally prefer it to be like a fantasy. Cause like I'm I mean, I obviously know that it's not accurate as far as like what I'm gonna have in real life, mm-hmm. but that's the joy of it to me, is that it's I mean not that it's fake, but that it's yeah, that it's just yeah. So do you
1: fantasy. prefer to watch more amateur style porn rather than like the like proper productions?
0: Mm. No, I like the more like the production. Yeah, like I like there to be like a storyline and things like that. Yeah. Like I'm one of like the few people that I think watches porn and like pays attention to like this, this the acting and the story. <laughs> but, well, yeah, also,
1: like, some of the production companies like run their um, run it like a um, like a proper series and have like episodes that run into each other which i think is a brilliant idea
0: very yeah and see and i that's like the kind of point that i like is stuff like that like something that there's like not that you get invested in it like a regular tv show but i mean i guess in a sense you do
1: yeah i but think that, do you think that's maybe more of an american thing than a uk thing
0: i don't know i mean i would i would imagine that I don't know if that's something that would be just specific to an area like i know there are definitely some parts that would be like some aspects of porn that are specific mm-hmm. like for here to there but mm-hmm. i think that one's probably one that
1: yeah. like is
0: what do you think i mean is it the same in the uk like for the most part
1: well i can only think of one company in the uk that does film like that in like an episodic manner but then it it is done for an american company so okay well Um, but i can yeah i can only think of one company that does that so i was just interested to know if you yeah
0: no i mean i don't know of any like specific companies i just know that like i'll see like ones where they'll turn try to make it like a almost like it's a reality tv show and things like that yeah like those are really interesting to me
1: yes they are they are oh in fact actually like are we allowed to name names on here
0: sure yeah so like,
1: you you must have had a fake hub
0: yeah that's that's
1: but then they've got what i love about them and i'm dying to work with them is that um they do lots of spin-offs of like fake neighborhood fake hostel fake this fake that
0: yeah yeah i yeah i know exactly what you're talking about that's that was who i was going to bring up like
1: yeah because the, well, the, the work for it's called nerd pervert who and mm. that i don't know if you've heard of nerd pervert
0: Mm-hmm.
1: have you heard of nerd pervert yes oh yeah so again that's episodic as well and that's been like i think they are on like series seven or something so i've worked with them and they are absolutely amazing but i get like i really love the storyline behind that
0: mm-hmm. yeah for sure and but the, the fake taxi that's the one that i'm like that's my go-to
1: okay
0: yeah i don't know why i just I mean, obviously like the, the actresses that are in it are always like insanely attractive, but then like, yeah. yeah. And, but it's just like the scenario. Like I like, I like scenarios like that. Like, I don't want it to just be like a six minute scene of just sex.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, cause I feel like there's no like buildup. Like, cause I like buildup, like just in my personal life, like, I mean, I know it's like cliche for guys to be like, not into like foreplay and stuff but i'm super into it like almost is more so than. To foreplay? Hmm?
1: is it cliche
0: i think so well i think yeah i mean i think it's a somewhat of a cliche that like guys are bad at foreplay or don't do foreplay like i mean i don't know how true it is yeah but I know I that that that's the, nervous
1: because the female foot. body is just like a minefield so I think a lot of guys get nervous for sure.
0: Yeah, well, and like a lot of guys, I think just don't, like aren't as interested in pleasing the other person as it is like vice versa, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: But that's, I'm the opposite of that. Like, like, I mean, obviously I enjoy sex, but like I enjoy foreplay probably more so.
1: Oh, I absolutely love foreplay. I could foreplay for hours, and then yeah. get to the sex because the thing is once you've had sex it's like it's over you know yeah. i love the build up i love just exploring the other person
0: mm-hmm. yeah exactly and then there's like a control in it like if you're the one performing the before like any of like you know the foreplay like you have control of like how that person going to feel
1: absolutely
0: so i enjoy like that will get me off more so than like than than the opposite than them doing it to me like i know it, it may be weird to say but like i would prefer to give oral sex than to receive it
1: that's not weird at all you like yeah. you obviously just like pleasing
0: yeah exactly yeah exactly would but,
1: but you know what? that's really nice because like a lot of guys don't necessarily like giving oral sex and yeah. actually it's not about making the female come necessarily. Like there's so many nerve endings down there that it's just really nice to have your pussy worshipped.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah, that's exactly like probably my reasoning behind it. So yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, so what is, like, do you have like, I don't know if you know what like a a vision board is? I do. Okay, so do you have something like that as far as like porn goes like things that you want to accomplish.
1: Um, so things that I want to accomplish in porn I want to work for some of the bigger production companies in the UK so i'd absolutely love to work for. Um, like browsers, for example, um, yep. so there's like a few production companies that i've got. my vision board that i want to get ticked off i'd quite like to come over to america to see actually if there's anything i can do out there because the sex industry is huge in america so i was meant to go to the avn awards january just gone but i couldn't make it in the end Um, so that's something that i really want to do come over to america and just get some good connections Um, and then there's some other places like in Prague, for example. So a lot of the fake hub stuff is shot out in Prague. So there's there's a couple of different countries that I want to go to, but I'm also just having loads of fun making content with my industry friends. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the way that the industry is going that actually content creation is becoming huge. So Mm -hmm. like, I wanna get my own website set up, which I've I've got like a couple of subscription sites, but they're not mine, like they're for other people. So I want to get my own website set up. I ultimately, I would absolutely love to be able to buy a space, like some warehouse space and create it into a couple of different studios and have people come to me and be able to kind of provide a really nice safe space for people to be able to shoot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome for sure. Yeah. I think you would do like really well here just because, I mean, it may seem like a dumb reason, but like, in America, like we're obsessed with accents, like different accents. Like it's automatically- I'm
1: obsessed with accents.
0: (laughs) Oh really? Yeah. Like I am like, I know like personally, like that's a huge, I mean, I guess you could kind of consider it a non-sexual turn on, but like an accent just because it's different. Like I like anything that's like kind of different, but- There's definitely a huge market for people that have like any kind of accent. So, is that the same? So, like, you know, obviously in the US, like we find like the British accent like insanely attractive, but does that
1: the American accent insanely attractive?
0: Okay. See, that's what I was
1: really really looking forward to going to the AVN Awards in Vegas because obviously I get to meet lots of like American um, kind of stars and. I believe like a lot of people will hire out like the rooms in the Hard Rock Cafe, like hotel mm-hmm. and people just are, like shooting content, but I'm also like a little bit nervous about going because I think I'm just going to be walking around just dribbling at all of the people <laughs> talking.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See that's what I've, because I've heard that before that in other countries, like a lot of people find the American accent attractive and I never really believed it So I'm like, how in the hell is this shit attractive? <laughs> but <laughs>
1: attractive but like there's a couple of accents i find super attractive Amer- yeah. like the, the american accent is top of my list the scottish mm-hmm. accent which is like north of yeah uh, um the south african accent the french accent the spanish accent oh, to be honest my, most accents
0: <laughs> my first my number one is german oh, nice yeah or like german or like eastern european
1: it's sexy for sure
0: yeah. Because it's like like going back to like you know that I consider myself dominant, but I like women who are very like empowered and dominant too. And there's something about like a German accent or like a Eastern European accent that sounds very dominant.
1: You need to get yourself to the German fetish ball.
0: Real? Where's the? Oh, I guess in Germany. the,
1: The fetish scene is massive in Germany. Massive. Yeah and so every year they have this like weekend i think it's like three well i say a weekend it's three or four days and they have different events on each day they have marketplaces um, and then they have like nightclubs that run every night it's like one of the yeah. biggest events in the fetish world you'd absolutely love it
0: oh hell yeah yeah bucket list for sure <laughs> have you been like you've gone I
1: no but um i'm gonna go next year hopefully if it's on depending obviously on what happens with current
0: climate. (laughs) Yeah, if there even is a next year. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll be there. I'll see you there then. That's, yeah, (laughs) hell yeah, yeah. Well, I have a, yeah, like some kind of like rapid fire questions. So feel free to skip or anything like that. Uh,
1: Okay.
0: All right, childhood crush. Um, Leonardo
1: DiCaprio.
0: That's a good one yeah (laughs) uh if you could do a like a porn parody of any movie what would it be
1: oh my god of any movie yeah
0: so like a porn spoof you know
1: Um. it would probably be a disney movie of some kind probably beauty and the beast
0: oh that's a good one
1: which is where my that's like where my name has come from because she's my favorite disney princess yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, it would be Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's a> good... <laughs> yeah, sorry, I got the visual and
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do Hunchback in Notre Dame.
1: Nice, good, good choice.
0: Yeah, I feel like I could pull off Quasimodo pretty well. <laughs>
1: I'll be your Esmeralda.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, You're mm, if you could make a porn with any celebrity, who would it be?
1: Chris Hemsworth. Damn. Yeah. So All
0: right, uh, Best song to have sex to.
1: <laughs> oh God! Best song to have sex to. Oh, that's a mm, See, I like Muse, the band. And Muse oh, it just in general are very good to have sex to.
0: That's a really good one. Yeah. Interesting. See, I like <laughs> it's weird as shit, but like nine inch nails or like uh like Metallica or something. Nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: yeah the music's like, you know, quite passionate, isn't it?
0: Yeah, for sure. But honestly, I would rather there be no music it's well, a distraction.
1: took me a little while to answer that question because i don't normally have sex to music
0: yeah i think i only have like once or twice like yeah. i don't prefer not to yeah it's well, just it's a super distraction I, and a-
1: me and my ex-partner used to have sex with music on but purely because he um used to rent a few rooms out in his house to other people yeah. so we didn't want to ever want them to hear us having sex so we used to put muse on
0: I got gotcha. you. Yeah, news <laughs> is a really good one. i I like never would have guessed that, but that's a really I, good.
1: I thing. I suggest you give it a go the next time you have sex. Seriously, it's great.
0: Do a Knights uh, of Sidonia. You know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all right, last one. So, I mean, obviously, I am not in porn, but if I was, just based on our conversation, what should my porn name be?
1: Oh my God! Wow. Um, oh God, that's hard, isn't it? Um,
0: I've gotten some good ones, so no pressure. But.
1: Okay. Oh my God, that's so that that's put me on the spot. That one.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: So you've mentioned nine inch nails a couple of times now so i feel like i need to incorporate Mm -hmm. that into the name
0: yeah hmm well it'd be misleading but nine inch is in the name of the band exactly (laughs) i mean yeah nine inch nails already almost sounds like a
1: porn yeah um and you've also mentioned the Hunchback of Notre Dame, so I kind of feel like we need to merge the two together.
0: <laughs> Damn, I don't know. I don't know how the hell you'd do that, but
1: what what would you want your porn name to be?
0: Oh, I have no. I should. I'd probably just use my real name. I don't give a. I don't like. I don't know. I think alliterations are always a good way to go. Yeah. I don't know. Something with my first name, so Cody something that starts with a C or a K, I don't know, Yeah, I don't know, it's interesting, I've never really thought about it like for myself, I just think it's funny to know like what someone else would give me.
1: Yeah, that's hard, you put me on the spot there, but I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about this now, so when I've thought of one I'm going to have to message you.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) All right, well, where can people uh, where can people find you? Do you have a OnlyFans and things like that?
1: I do. Yes, so uh, my OnlyFans is onlyfans.com forward slash bell underscore O'Hara XXX. Um, I also have a site called belloharacharm.com. Uh, that's got exclusive content on. And then I'm on Instagram as official.bellohara. And then I'm on Twitter as bell underscore O'Hara XXX.
0: You like a